going to have a lot of fun tonight. It's 106 miles to Chicago. We got a full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes. It's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Fives of the Week podcast. It's your boy Philly. Your boy Just James. Grandmaster B. And Mateo. 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 Episode Mateo 26. In the in house. Scary movies. Do you like scary movies? Oh, you want to play a game? Yeah. What up, boys? How's everybody doing? Mateo, thanks uh, for sitting in for Pops today. Good to see you. No problem. Nice to see everybody. Feels good. So good to see you, brother. <laughs> we also got the Tiger King in the house. Yeah, man, I'm the only one who came dressed up with a I costume, know, man. I feel, Thanks. I feel. Well, Mike naked. was already wearing his. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Who's Mike? Philly. Wait, 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 that's Philly, man. You got to be nice. <laughs> Never heard of him. Philly's showing up as Mike today. That's who he's being for Halloween. Yeah, you know, haters gonna hate. It is what it is. <laughs> Well, Mateo, thanks for filling in because uh, your dad just can't seem to catch a break from working so much, man. This guy's constantly on the clock. Hey, Hollywood's like, give me the loot. He want that money. Bad. <laughs> <laughs> so, Just James, what's good from the Bronx, baby? You know, just trying to adjust to this weather. It's cold as hell over here. And, um, you know, it's getting a little crazy. A little crazy out in the Bronx. It is about that tab. Are the leaves yeah. starting to turn colors out there, Just James? We don't even have leaves, man. The buildings, it's just the buildings, man. They're staying the same, though. Damn. Yeah. I just, I noticed it today as I was driving around. Like, a lot of the trees, man, they're already starting to turn that, you know, red, that fall color. And yeah. I've already noticed a bunch of trees in the area. They already lost all their leaves. I noticed it, too. It, it, it's so, it happens so fast, though. You notice that, like, how quickly the seasons change? You go from the really—we we were just, like, what, 30 days ago, we were in the mid-80s still. Yeah, it was going back and forth. It would go, like, 80, yeah, down to 70, crazy, 65, man. back up to 80, and now here we are, mid-50s, man. I know. You it know? sucks. Fall is here. What are you going to do, man? So, Mateo, how you been, man? Been good. Almost just like my dad, uh, working a lot, so— Keeping busy with that, staying crazy on that. Yeah, getting them jiggy bones, man. Oh, yeah, man, gonna get down dirty, man. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> so, uh, B, what's good with you, man? Oh, you know, it, it's another one of those kind of weeks that just flew by. I don't know what's happening here, Philly, but it just seems like every week seems to go by quicker and quicker. And I realized when I went into the freaking, you know, I had to go up to the local store again over at the Lowe's. All the holiday stuff's out. 
we haven't even got to Halloween yet, man. It's like, you know, the seasons change. I'm sure by the time Christmas gets here, they'll have all the patio stuff out again, right? Oh, for sure. There's stores putting Christmas stuff out. All their trucks are starting to come in. It's crazy how that doesn't help matters. You know, it's as you get older, I feel like life moves quicker. Ah, you ain't dead. But in, uh, you know, retail, it just it makes it feel even worse. So. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're doing a lot of that in New York, too. I think it's, you know, just I see them decorating the, the buildings, and they're getting ready for that, too. Rockefeller Center and all that. Yeah. So did you guys hear this story about uh, Alec Baldwin, how he accidentally uh, killed a woman this past week? Yeah, what yeah a it was tragic. tragic. It was terrible, yeah. man. It's horrible, man. I guess uh, there was a tweet that he tweeted in, in 2017 almost foreshadowing this. Like, yeah. I wonder what it's like to accidentally kill somebody. And somebody posted it. It's horrible, man. But you know, Philly, that's that's not the first time that's happened, though. This has actually happened before. Uh, the guy that did the um, the Joker the movie, yeah, it was the Crow. That oh, was uh, okay. Bruce Lee's son, right? Didn't he get killed by a, a loaded? I mean, was it something like that, James? If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it was. Uh, it wasn't a bullet, though. It was like something lodged in the the gun. That was that. Uh, they had a certain amount of gunpowder that shot it out you know it was a turn turn like this this cap into a projectile it went right through his stomach into his spine wow Man, it's, even it's... with the um the whole alec baldwin thing he, he said he didn't even know that it was even loaded the uh prop guy actually joel souza handed him the gun and said it was a cold gun wow um but even the director of that the one who uh pretty much has a story said that even with a loaded gun or unloaded gun the number one gun rule is never point a weapon at another human being makes sense but mateo isn't there like people on site to watch for that kind of stuff isn't there like people there that have to kind of be a specialist at that particular field like if there's guns like that that obviously have killed people you know these fake guns or whatever well you would think that would be the prop guy that would be a prop guy that should be his number one job so maybe he's got to be held accountable too well that's who the the prop guy is is joel souza and they actually took him off a set the police officers and there was three weapons, and he grabbed one of them. So it's almost like, okay, well, did he grab the wrong one? Mm. Did he hand the wrong one to Alec Baldwin or no? Right. It's kind of scary, man. Yeah, and then um, <clears throat> a woman, too. or There was somebody else that was hurt. There was two people hurt during that as well. So, Yeah, the director, I think, too. They keep, uh, they keep saying prop gun, though. It's crazy because they don't use prop guns. They use real guns, and they fill them with blanks. So anybody that's carrying a gun needs to be aware of what it can do and treat it as it's a loaded gun and right. this guy is not only an actor he's the producer and he's so anti-gun in his real life it's so ironic that he's an anti-gun guy in real life and he's playing a guy shooting people and he's also doesn't have any knowledge on how weapons work it's wild man but even yeah. uh, talk about the tragedy uh just the life that was taken of helena hutchins 42 years old still young had a family husband what son. a bummer man yeah, rest yeah. in peace. Yeah, you never know. That's one of those scenarios, again, you never know what day you're getting your calling, but that's such a tragic thing to have happen. I mean, that's, I mean, just think of Alec Baldwin, whether you like the guy or not, you know, um, you know, as an actor, as a person. Um, I know a lot of people got a lot of, you know, bad vibes off Alec Baldwin because he was always poking fun at, you know, former president trump and when he was on saturday night live so a lot of people kind of like i'm boycotting his movies and stuff but something like this this is this is a human element that this guy's got to live with the rest of his life yeah you know and he was pretty close to this young lady from what i understand 
And gosh, could you imagine, you know, having to deal with that? No, it's horrible. I mean, your conscience would probably eat you alive. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I can't even. That's that's the one part of me that's like real empathetic towards him. Like I I know that was a total accident. I just feel like you know if you're in charge of such a big thing, like it goes deeper. I don't know if you guys heard, but I heard that they brought on a separate crew that was in charge of the safety that was uh, non-union because the people were complaining about being overworked. So they hired this new crew that was in charge of the safety. And six hours after that, this happened. So, I mean, this guy's the producer of this thing, man. Like, you got to be, you just have to be careful with these things. These, you know, guns are not toys. And I think the more you learn about them, the better off you are with, you know, avoiding accidents like this. No, I agree. Um, So let's lighten it up a little bit. Uh, So, James, (laughs) go ahead and uh, rap about the, the Chappelle show a little bit. Oh, man. I don't know if it's going to get lighter from here, but uh, <laughs> no, the Chappelle, the Chappelle um, special was really good. It was funny. Um, I mean, he's getting a lot of backlash from the, the transgender talk, but I think everyone that watched it all the way through would probably leave being very satisfied. He tells one of his famous stories. You know, he's, he does like these stories now, I feel like. He's been doing this storytelling bit towards the end of his specials lately. And the last story that he told was about a transgender friend of his. And it was actually, like, really heartfelt. And I think whether you like the special or not, it's worth the last 10-minute story that he tells. And, I mean, I almost was tearing up. That's how that's how emotional it was. So I think I think it was really good. I haven't, uh, haven't checked it out. I mean, I love Dave Chappelle's work. I mean, he's one of the funniest guys I've ever seen. Um, but I know there's a lot of controversy. Wasn't there uh, the workers at Netflix walked out because they wouldn't pull it initially? Yeah, I heard that. Yeah, yeah I just checked on my phone though. It's still, it's still on there. It's still on Netflix. I checked on my phone just now, but I don't. Yeah, there's like people walking out, not going to work because of it. They're trying to boycott it. And, mm. and this so. was what be, because he was poking fun at white people, or is that what transgender? A, transgender, but he does kind of get on some white folk too. But I mean, it's comedy, right? I mean, yeah, I think that's it goes hand in hand. I don't think anything's off the table no, when it comes to I comedy. Mean, that's, I think that's where some of the best comedy originates is when there's no filter you're just you know? blasting anybody it's art you know yeah right? it's yeah. art that's what they do Agreed. that's your art form so yeah and that's how we all are we all make fun of each other you know in my friend circle everybody's nobody's off the table you know i think you gotta it's a mindset thing people are just so uptight man yeah and I, th- I think a lot of times just because you say what you say it doesn't define who you are you're maybe looking for a humor humorous line or something like that and when you're a comedian your material is your paycheck right. you know so if you're not being funny you're not tickling somebody a certain way to get the laughter out of them you're right. not really gonna be very popular going out on your next tour i mean i personally can't wait for eddie murphy to get up off his ass and go on a tour that dude could probably sell out ford field <laughs> i mean he's that funny i would pay to go see him because his comedy is just off the charts. Oh, no doubt, man. When it yeah. comes to comedy and comedians, you know, it's, it's almost with everything in life. You know, it's an art. So all your material is not to just discriminate anybody. You know, your material is to make, like you said, everybody laugh, everybody tickle in some type of point of way. You, know yeah. I mean? yeah. you want somebody's mind to be pickled, you know? <laughs> At the end of the show, they're going to have a love for My what you said and how that. you made them feel. Uh, that's a great point, Mateo, for sure. Yeah, uh, you know, people just gotta again just lighten up, man. I mean, let's let's share some more laughs. There'd be less hate, you know what I'm saying? Chill out, man. Just chill out. All right, B, tell us about this worker in Florida. Yeah, so um, interesting little thing I was reading over the week. A worker in Florida applied for 60 entry level jobs back in September. Uh, 
how many interviews, and I think I already told you guys, but I'm going to ask James, if you applied for 60 jobs, this was a um, something he did as kind of like a test. He wanted just to kind of check out his status of how quick he can get replies back from employers. Um, how many interviews do you think this guy got? If you applied for 60 jobs, how many do you think you would get? If I applied for 60 jobs, 60 man. jobs. Um, in this day and age, I feel like I'd get 60, I'd get 60 people asking me to come in. You would think so. Okay. So let me just read a little bit about this. This gentleman named Joey Holtz, uh, recalled his first hearing complaints about labor shortages last year, uh, when he was donating plasma at a clinic in Fort Myers, he said he found it hard to believe that the government money was keeping people out of the labor force, especially when the end of the expanded federal unemployment benefits uh, did not seem to trigger any surge of, an empl of employment. So what he did, he's a former food service worker, he decided to run this experiment. So two weeks um, and 28 applications later, this is the first part of his you know, test he did, experiment, he had just nine email responses, one follow-up phone call, and one interview with a construction company that was advertising a full-time job focused on site cleanup, paying $10 an hour. you got to remember, that's Fort Myers. Florida labor, and their minimum is a little bit different than ours. And when he, uh, the construction uh, called him, they wanted to offer him $865. So false advertisement already over there, right? So by the end of September... He had sent, sent out a total of 60 applications. He received only 16 email responses, four follow-up phone calls, and the solitary one interview. That's sad. Wow. You got 60 job applications out there, and you only got one interview? So how bad are these people? If they're bitching that they can't find people, is it on these people that are putting out, you know, we need people? But we're not calling them back. We're not scheduling interviews. We're not following up on our end. And I'm going to give you my spin on this. I think some of these companies got government-funded money because a lot of these people took the grant money that was available to them, and they have to use it by the end of the year. They have to prove a check and balance as they're going through this process. Yet we've been we've been sending out, you know, uh, Indeed, you know, apply for people, but we're not getting the right candidates. So they essentially get to keep this money without having to use it towards spending it on an employee until the money's gone. So is there is there some kind of like hidden agenda with some of these big companies or small companies that got these grants from the government that they don't have to necessarily give this money to any employee? But if they're showing they're making an effort, in other words, they get to keep it. So. My spin on that is like some of these people aren't calling these people back because they know they can benefit by keeping the extra money right now. Yeah, for sure. And, and go think, balls out, you know, at the end of the year and start hiring people for the first of next year. I think some of these companies are jaded, too, because some of the employees they do get, say they hire them and they only last a week. Then it costs to go and retrain other people. You know what I mean? Because people are comfortable sitting at home, too. So I think it goes, you know, both ways. I mean... As a big business, I guess I understand your point too, and you're, you're probably right, you know. But I think it is a struggle out there. Yeah. You instead know? of instead of giving somebody a raise, though, you know, a lot of companies benefit on, you know, having to have a new guy come in and have the lowest wage possible, and then just give them the hardest work that you can give them, so that way you're getting work done in the meantime, and then they're they're gone, and then you're just gonna hire the next candidate that comes in, and you have another low wage person instead of just giving somebody a raise. Now you're paying multiple people at a higher raise. Now you're just paying somebody new at a smaller wage every time. Yeah. True. Yeah, and there's uh, 
hits close to home because you know a lot of times you're asked to do more when you're shorthanded, right? But you're not getting paid anymore. Right. I was going to just, I was going to say that exact thing because I was going to say uh, devil's in the details, right? Like, I don't know what type of jobs he was applying for, what his credentials are, what, what he's even, what his education is, what can he get. But I was going to say, Philly, if you quit your job today, they're going to fucking need somebody, dude. They're, they're not just going to, they can't just pocket money and think that your job is going to get done by somebody that's not you or somebody that's like you or... Master B, if you quit your job, who's going to do that job? Products have to be made. Products have to be sold. You can't just pocket money and not have products being made. That's that's what a business is. But yeah. I do think other people, like even myself, and I hope I don't get trouble in trouble for this, but at my job specifically, certain people are not required to come in, and I am. So, so whatever their job is on site, I have to do it for them because they're not in the building. And it, so now I'm not only doing my job, I'm doing other people's jobs, and I'm not getting paid their salary. Get it done. Yeah. Well, just to answer that really quick thing you mentioned about what type of jobs he was applying for, what he did say, he, he only applied for roles that he qualified for. So he wasn't, you know, if it required a master's degree or a bachelor degree and he didn't have those credentials, he wouldn't apply for the job. So he strictly went on what he could qualify for. And... I just thought this was like one of those sign of the time type situations we're in right now. You know, damn if you do, damn if you don't. But um, personally, I have applied for a couple different positions, just putting it out there because I seen something that was attractive to me that I thought that, you know, I had qualifications for this. And I've applied for several jobs, not one phone call, not one email. I've gotten like one email after you do the, like the Indeed apply. Thank you for applying for X, Y, and Z or whatever. Someone will be in touch with you within, you know, two weeks. You hear nothing. You know, you put all your information out there. That's kind of scary, you know? Yeah, even like when you're referred by somebody and then it falls by the wayside. It's like, well, thanks for wasting my time, you know? How dare yeah. you? Um, it's like, sure, yeah, I'm sure there's more qualified people out there, but, you know, don't yeah. give me the runaround, man. Don't waste time. There's only one name that comes to mind when you think of fresh, delicious, and award-winning pizza in the Blue Water area. It's 24th Street Pizza. Stop settling for average pizza and switch to the best. It's 24th Street Pizza. Stop in today or visit them online at 24thstreetpizza.com to see everything that their menu has to offer. Good stuff, man. So let's uh, transition into uh, sports here. Um, B, you had something you wanted to add about a streaker, huh? Yeah, this woman was charged. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite type of sport right there, baby. Right, that's, this is something James could buy into for yeah, sure. That's what I'll watch. I'll, I'll pay. I'll buy a ticket if there's a streaker. <laughs> yeah, back this week on the 19th, a Jefferson City, Missouri woman was accused of running onto a football field uh, full of school children while only wearing a scarf, completely naked other than the scarf. Nice. Uh, Lacey Youthy was her name, was charged with sexual misconduct for the incident in which uh, she exposed herself to 29 8th graders, oh, one of which was under 15. Uh, oh, God bless. Yeah, what a what a freak, man. She's uh, So she uh, allegedly jumped over this uh, stadium fence, you know, that kind of was on the property where students were participating in a youth program. She told the officer she was uh, taking heroin before leaving her apartment, and uh, she mm. totally undressed herself. And she was looking for help because she thought she was going to die while under the influence of heroin, which is sad. Uh, she was taken to a hospital for evaluation before being taken to the Cole County Jail. A similar act, a similar situation happened in Denver the same the same week, uh, where a woman who get, totally.
literally got blasted at the bar at the airport, started taking off her clothes and uh, casually talking to bystanders by asking them questions. And the airport police had to arrest her for being over intoxicated. The woman was nude. Well, what's wrong with people? I mean, we drown in our sorrows. I mean, the, the heroin thing's sad because that's an addiction. But if you get so bombed at an airport, you're like, fuck it, I'm going to take off my clothes, you know? And uh, what do you do? I mean, that's just kind of crazy. Go home to mommy. There was a, um, I don't know if you guys know who Vitaly is. He's like a Facebook comedian type guy. Um, he, uh, he paid somebody to actually wear his shirt and run out of the field. I think it was a Super Bowl. And uh, so basically everybody got a chance to see that shirt, you know, thousands upon thousands of people. That, I, I mean, I don't know. I don't get streaking to begin with. It's kind of stupid. I'm not trying to justify anything, but it, there's, I don't know, dude. It's crazy to me. I admire that shit, dude. I would never do it. I can't. I don't have the package, but if I did, bro, I'd probably be running on fields too, bro. Heard they call Straight you shortcomings. <laughs> If I go, if I go streaking, it's a different type of meaning, you know. <laughs> streaking in the bathroom, man. Oh, oh shit. Oh boy. All right, while well, I got you guys here, I want to ask you. So, Box Rec came out with um, the top ten boxers of all time. Okay. So I want mm. to get your guys' take on this. Um, yeah. I'm sure I have to talk to Hollywood about this as well. This as well at a later date. But all right, we want to guess who number one of all time is. Of all time, I mean, is this going? This is all time. This all isn't time. just a weight classes don't matter. Nothing. Comparing the box right there, they might put somebody that I don't even like. So uh, it's it's a very popular choice. Number one, Muhammad Ali. Mateo to go first. <laughs> Muhammad Ali. No, actually, uh, James, you want to take a stab at it? Oh man! All right, so I'm gonna go with. Um, I was I was actually gonna pick Muhammad Ali, so I wanted someone else to do it. Mike Tyson. No, actually, it's Floyd Mayweather. That's oh, that's that's, that's that's lit. So that's number lit. number two is Pac Man. Number three is uh, Carlos Manzan. Um, number four is Muhammad Ali. And, oh, that's uh, crazy. Number five is Sugar Ray Robinson. Do you know Sugar Ray Robinson? How many wins he has? I think he had somewhere around eighty. No, it's one hundred and seventy-four wins. What the professional? F- that's a lot. It's whoa, crazy. Now that's professional, or is that? That's just... probably everything combined. Because I know, um, damn, a bunch of different fighters have a lot of records like that for uh, being in the amateurs and then pro. Yeah, so it has to be combined because that's just an outrageous number. Like Archie Moore has imagine? 186. Um, Bernard Hopkins, Joe Lewis, Oscar De La Hoya, and uh, Julio Cesar Chavez. And Mike Tyson is not on that list. Really? Which is crazy to me. Wow. Damn. So yeah, I would. To... My next, my next choice was gonna be Floyd. I was gonna. It was either Ali, Tyson, or Floyd. I thought, but I'm actually surprised it was Floyd. Is there anybody not on that list that you would put on there? Um, I knew they weren't gonna probably have Canelo on there, but I'd have mm. to say Canelo. You know, just the way Canelo. That yeah. He's bounced up in weight classes and is just proclaiming the championship every single fight that he has. You know, he's just pretty much going through everybody like a buzzsaw. Yeah. So. I think before he's said and done, you know, he's going to be at the top of a lot of lists. So just interesting. I think Tyson Fury will be too. Oh, yeah. Well, actually, you know, I think actually based off of that list, pretty much of what what you said, I don't think any of those are active 
fighters. So maybe box records Correct. just doing of all time unactive. Yeah, that makes sense. Oh yeah, that's that's yeah. That's a good point. Um, so tomorrow, the Lions travel to L.A. to play the Rams. Matt Stafford against his old team. Jared Goff against his old team. Who do you guys think it's a bigger game for? Stafford. Okay, why? Stafford has to, you know, show that he's happy in L.A. You know, they made the right choice, even though us as fans here, we know that we love him. We know that, you know, he he was the quarterback that we needed as long as we built around him. And I know we've had teams that have had chances of doing something. But, you know, not everything falls onto one player, and we put it all onto him. He's got a lot more to prove that with the right coach, right team, both offensive and defensively, he's going to get the job done there. And it's just a lot better off for him there, and I'm I'm happy for him. For sure. B, what do you think? I think Stafford's going to annihilate this defense. Who's it a bigger game for, though? Uh, for for me, I don't – I think – Go for Stafford. It, I, I'm going to say for Matt Stafford. I think you put 12 years in with one team for so long, I think there's going to be some – whether he's being very humble about it or not, uh, th- there's some personal stuff there still, I think. You know, um, not that he didn't want to be here in Detroit. I-, I think it's a bigger game for Matt Stafford. See, I'm going to disagree. I think it's a bigger game for golf just because of how it ended in L.A. You yeah. know, he took a team to the Super Bowl, and now he gets shipped to Detroit, where, let's face it, it's not the biggest um, uh, free agency or trade destination. I think he kind of wants to stick it to McVay if he can, but the, he doesn't have the team to do it. I think the Rams are going to kill the Lions. You know, and of course, anytime yeah. you go back and you play an old team, you're going to you're gonna be extra up for that game. It's just like, you know, anything else. I think, uh, I think golf's going to be extra motivated. I'd like to see a competitive game, but I, I feel like the Rams will run away with it. I know, James, you're not a football guy, but at the end of the day, you can kind of see where the motivation would be because I know... Jared Goff was caught texting about McVeigh's wife or girlfriend, <laughs> talking about she'd get it and all this stuff. So he ended up shipping him out of town. I think that was part of the reason. Oh, but that, that had probably a ton lot. I mean, to do with it. Didn't Garoppolo yeah. have a similar situation in San Francisco? Was he? No, I think he was dating a porn star or something. Oh wow! Yeah, <laughs> good for him. <laughs> right, the NFL QBs get it in. No, but wow. I think it's cool that you guys all respect him, though, even though he left. I find that, like, really interesting as far as football goes. Because, you know, when Durant left the team, it's like yeah. people like to hate on good members of a squad when they leave. And I, I think it's super interesting how everyone from Detroit seems to kind of know, like, all right, we had a good thing and we just didn't, we weren't able to match that, that greatness. Right. You know, yeah. it, it's very crazy that he's coming back and there's still going to be people in the stands that, or, or people that are watching that are Detroit fans that are fans of Stafford. That's pretty cool. Yeah, and there's idiot fans everywhere, but you see people that just, you know, oh, he sucked, blah, blah. I just can't have a conversation with those people. No. You with, know? With Stafford, you know, there's a lot more that he put out on that field than just playing. You know, he put his heart out there. He fought through injuries, played through injuries, and, you know, just a team that was always in a rebuild. He stayed that whole time and, you know, always tried to put up with it. It's I still say it's an organization thing. Uh, quarterback for the Jacksonville team. Trevor Lawrence. Lawrence. Say in 2029, he hasn't brought that team to a playoff game or won a playoff game. Would you be would the Jacksonville fans be disappointed if he left and went somewhere else and won? 
Sometimes it's just an organization thing. Stafford had 12 years here. Granted, yeah. it's been multiple offensive coordinators, different head coaches, but you weren't winning with him. You know, that's just the thing. I mean, he's at the end of his career, so I'm rooting for him to get something big. I hope he does get a Super Bowl trophy. Unfortunately, it's always a situation when you're a Detroit fan. You know, Van Noy, you know, uh, Indomit and Sue, a lot of these players have left to go on and get their rings. But Matt Stafford, hey, man, he's playing at a high caliber right now. He's he's a special athlete. He's He didn't have great offensive lines for a lot of years here. I hope he does well. In a way, I am rooting for Goff, but at the same time, he's still not the answer. He's never going to get us no. anywhere. No, especially in this situation. He's more, to me, he's backup caliber material. I mean, he doesn't have the it factor. I mean, he's a pro, but he's not to the high level of where you'd see a Matt Stafford or a Rodgers or a, even a Brady at his age. At the end you of know? the day, you know, when it comes to football, defenses win win championships. That's know? right. And in and, and in Detroit, Stafford would put up forty points, but their defense would put up 40, 42, you know? Yeah. So it's like That's true. you can't just win a game from That's one right. guy when he's putting up all the points and your defense isn't stopping it. Okay, we did have top three defense one year, but were we really stopping them to the most that we could? No, not really. So I just hope that with the defense that he has there and the offensive weapons that he has, he's just going to excel to a point. And like you said, I'm still rooting for the Lions, but they will fall tomorrow or yeah. Sunday. So, yeah, I think uh, that year you speak of, that was the one shot he really had a legit chance to win a Super Bowl. And they got, you know, we talk about all the time in this show, they got screwed in Dallas. But uh, besides that, everything was great. Yes. Stafford was great. I'm going to root for him <laughs> to the end. Man. I, I'm, a, I'm a fan. So Me too. Um, last thing I got is the World Series. So Houston's uh, beat Boston. B, I know you probably cried in your pillow about that. Um, and yeah. the Braves are up Surprised three. by it, actually. But, hey, it happened. Yeah. Um, the Braves are up 3-2. to two, So tonight they could uh, knock them off and uh, might get a Houston-Atlanta World Series. It's a little bit different, you know. Yeah. But Houston's been there the past couple, five years. You know, within the next last five, ten years, you know. So hopefully Braves get in there, even though I like the Dodgers as well. But, you know, it's nice to see a new face every yeah, once in a while. Definitely. Same with basketball, too. That's why it was kind of cool to see, like, Phoenix in it, yeah. you know, last year. Something diff. All right, boys, that's all I got for sports. So it's about that time. And now we're pleased to bring you our feature presentation. All right, boys, it is now time for the fives of the week. We are doing scary movies. I'm really excited about this to wrap it up. Uh, Mateo, since you're our guest of honor today, why don't you go ahead and kick it off, Braz? All right, all right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get it, man. What, 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 uh, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Mateo, what, what are you going to talk about today? All right, I'm going to talk, talk about the biggest and the baddest, Halloween. That's, that's my movie. So the yeah. apple doesn't fall too far from the tree, does it? No, we, we grow from the same one, you know? Yeah, man. <clears throat> so uh, Halloween actually has uh, 12 movies out, uh, soon to be 13, coming in 2022. Um, we'll start off with the first one, original, 1978 with John Carpenter. Um, that also had Nick Castle as uh, Michael Myers. Laurie Strode, who is in the movie, she's also played by Jamie Lee Curtis. That's the original you know, it's always going to be great, and uh, everything falls based off of that. Then you have the other follow-ups. You're going to have Halloween 2, 1981. Uh, different director, but also has Jamie Lee Curtis in there. Um, different Michael Myers. 
Halloween 3 is a Season of the Witch. I actually did not even watch that one. And just season of the bitch! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't that one, even That have, one was trash. doesn't even have Michael Myers in there, so I just didn't even mind the business for it. So uh, following that, you're going to have Halloween 4, Return of Michael Myers. Um, that's going to have be in 1988 with Dwight H. Little as the director. Um, then you have the fifth one, The Revenge of Michael Myers in 1989 by Dominique uh, Othanen Gerard. Um, that's when he actually goes back to kill his niece. Um, that's Jamie's daughter. Then you uh, have Halloween, Curse of Michael Myers in 1995 with Joe Chappelle. <laughs> Today, Julia? <laughs> Holy shit, I didn't know they had that many of them. Yeah, they got a lot of them. So then you have Halloween H2O. It's 20 years later, 1998. Starring Bobby Boucher. <laughs> And then you have, would you would you think about that one the the H two O? I don't you know I'm really not even fond about all the ones in between really you know I, I just really don't think that they're as interesting you know it's almost just like you're trying to throw something in there for no reason right 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 so yeah. what was your yeah. favorite one out of all of them? It actually have to be this last one that just really? came out on October. Wow, 15th. you're like the third person now that's told me that's a really good flick. Yeah. Do they have this theme? Yeah, uh, everything's a little sped up though. You know, okay. so so I don't know why they have it sped up, but a lot of the soundtracks in this new one is sped up a little bit. Maybe it's because he's on the rampage. Right, so what right. are they playing? Uh, that same, <laughs> not no Fifty Cent, but uh, no. so going from going from the fifth one, then we're gonna have Halloween Curse of Michael Myers. Uh, that's also by Joe Chappelle, and then oh, that that one was actually already did. So Halloween Resurrection is Rick Re- Rosenthal. That's with the college students. That one wasn't that bad, you know, corny, but at the same time, it's. Not the greatest. And then right after that, you have Rob Zombie following up in 2007. They had Tyler Mayne. He's like a 6'7 giant playing Michael Myers. And that one was just gory. Mm. And you got to love that for Michael Myers. It just brings... I like that one, actually. There's people that were shitting on that one. That one's... I thought it was really good, to be honest. I the, thought it was dope as a retelling. Like, it, it, it stands alone. Yeah, yeah. No, it had his own own little spinoff. You know, everything's not going to be the same, but why would you want to take from somebody else's story? So right. the, even the child that played it was just like a demonic child, and it was just yeah, it was perfect. Yeah. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Uh, following that one, also Rob Zombie came back with another one right after um, Halloween 2 in 2009, also another gory one. I wasn't really a big fan of that one, the way that it ended. But Same, same. But the story behind it all still falls the same. Um, coming after that, you have Halloween in 2018, um, David Gordon Green is now the new director of all the all the Halloweens. It's no longer John Carpenter, but that one was was good. It, it follows up with this one that just came out. <clears throat> that um, one actually did the most in the U.S. Did you know that? It was almost 160,000. Wow. wow. 160 million, I'm sorry, million. Yeah, so, so that yeah. one was when he came out 40 years later, broke out of the asylum, and then... You know, attacked his sister. They don't. They that, claim that she is not his sister for some reason. But I'm still gonna follow with that story that yeah. she is because it just is the main thing that makes most sense. Loved Halloween though. The, the original for if you're gonna ask me what my favorite is because I haven't seen the newest one, but the original to me still, even if it's that old, it still does something. I mean, it looks quirky now. Right, looking right. back after all these years ago, can't believe I was scared out of my mind watching this thing. But it's this theme song. Well, you know the it's budget the behind that was best. only like three hundred or three three hundred fifty thousand dollars, and they ended up making like sixty or seventy billion or a million off of it. Yeah, it was actually three hundred thousand forty-seven million in the U.S. Don't worry, I got some. Did, did you know it's all based on Halloween theme? So when we get there, it's going to be pretty cool. I got some cool numbers to share with you guys. Oh, so you yeah, know, following up with uh, this last Halloween kills. 
Um, Halloween Kills actually just came out October 15th, 2021. Uh, great. He goes on a complete rampage. It follows up on the 2018, the same night everything happened. Um, so following up with that, they have another one. Halloween Ends coming in 2022. Same same director, same, same cast and everything. Something I do want to touch base with on this Halloween one. Halloween Kills... <laughs> This don't is not don't be... spoil it because I haven't seen it yet. Okay. Yeah, I haven't seen it either. Okay. I want to I, I wanna see it for sure. So, I didn't even see the last one. Do you see? Let me ask you this, though. Do you see an end in sight? No, I don't see an end. Okay. How dare you? That's what I always wonder with these these slasher flicks, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just, Is there ever going to be an end, like a finality to it? I don't know. So, I mean, I'm not. this won't be a spoiler, but, um, you know, obviously just see, seeing trailers, he, he does go on a rampage. Um, there is a couple in the movie, a couple that is gay. Mm. Um, one guy's his name's Big John and then Little John. They're a couple in the movie, and Michael Myers kills him, right? Yeah. So now they are coming out with this whole Michael Myers is homophobic. That's breaking. The, <laughs> that's the entire thing breaking the internet right now. So Michael Myers is homophobic. <laughs> you telling me Michael Myers is on the verge of getting canceled? Is what you're saying? That's pretty close to what I'm saying. <laughs> So Philly, when you ask, can you see an end? I can. I can see an end now. Yeah. Because it, I definitely see the end now. I answered my uncle, or you answered my question perfectly. That, that, that won't come. Next, next, next sequel won't come out. Uh, man, man, oh man. Well, that was good, Mateo. A lot of good info there, man. Yep. Yo, did you guys know that? Uh, did you know that that Jamie Lee Curtis is the daughter of the woman who's in the famous Psycho scene that gets stabbed in the shower? No, I never even knew that. No idea. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. <laughs> That's. But yeah, no, she's an amazing actor too, as well. You know, for her to have to be there through all those Halloweens, you know, it's, it takes a lot to you know being in a scary movie oh, consecutive yeah. times. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Wow. And Jamie Lee Curtis was bad back in the yeah. day too. She still looks mm-hmm. good for her age. What is yeah. she like sixty something? Yeah, she close to seventy. Yeah. She looks good. Great job, Mateo. <laughs> Very <laughs> good <laughs> job. Kitty cat. Yum yum yum. We're gonna slide it over to Grandmaster B. Yeah. So um, my choice was the. Um, I don't know. This one always kind of freaked me out, man. I was always about uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, man. I don't know if you guys are fans of that at all, but uh, that's the one I ended up picking. It's actually one of the scariest, man. I will say that. So released in 1984, Wes Craven's classic slasher film about several Midwestern teenagers fall prey to Freddy Krueger, played by Robert England, a uh, disfigured midnight manager. Working at Walmart, man. So hit the man bell, please. Thank you very much. All right, no, he wasn't working at Walmart, but he preys on teenagers in their dreams, which in turn kills them in reality. So they're dreaming about. So total nine films, unlike this uh, freaking thesis that you had for Friday the 13th. Um, Usually it's the other way around, Mateo. I know, ain't that a fact. So um, the Nightmare on Elm Street uh, series worldwide box office sales four hundred and seventy four million dollars. Wow, it's all huge. Damn. So it started in nineteen eighty four with the Nightmare on Elm Street, the original. Which again, I go back to the original is always that's the first one that gets you hooked, right? Yep. And then, um, how do you like I put a little Will Smith in here, Brad? 
It's a banging beat. It's I a like it. Beat. Yeah, a little Will Smith. And then uh, we got Nightmare on Elm Street Part 2 came out in 85, a year after the original. And 87, Nightmare on Elm Street Part 3. Part 4, The Dream Master. And 88 and uh, 5 came out in 1989. So they're banging these things out like one after another. So how quality is the productions? I don't know. When you think about today's films, sometimes it takes them two, three years to film something. So um, the latest remake was done in 2010. So on May 10th, a four-hour documentary chronicling the Nightmare on Elm Street series was released. This documentary includes interviews with the cast, the crew, from all of the Nightmare on Elm Street films. So if you want to watch a documentary on how it was made and all the different people that were in it, here's some really cool facts. Uh, Johnny Depp. Just James made his debut in this film, Nightmare on Elm Street, yeah, 1984. Swallowed up by the bed there. Yeah. Did <laughs> oh, you that was that? a wild scene, too. Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. And, of course, yeah. then Johnny Depp went on to uh, 21 Jump Street, right? That was kind of where he was the teen idol television yep. series on 21 Jump Street from 87 to 90. So here's another cool factoid about this movie. Filming... Um, the photography began, this was back in 84 when they released the first one. It only took them 32 days to film this actual movie. And in and around Los Angeles, California, the high school that all these kids went to, the uh, they attended was filmed at an actual high school called John Marshall High School, where many other productions such as the movie Grease, Pretty in Pink, they filmed at that same exact high school. So this high school that these kids were attending in Nightmare on Elm Street, it's been used in other movies, which is kind of cool. So if you watched, like, like Philly, I know you're a big play guy. Like, you watch Grease and stuff like that, don't you? Oh, hell yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hell yeah. James? I love Grease, dude. All right, so. <laughs> yeah, I mess with Grease. Yeah. Top horror movie series. Friday the 13th had 12 total films, and I know we're going to get that to you, Philly, but the, the total of 12, and, and Mateo, how many did uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, or um, uh, Halloween have? Has 12, 13 to be coming. Okay, so you got two are tying for the lead right now, so Friday 13th, then Halloween, Halloween again, and then uh, Nightmare on Elm Street comes in third, Aliens comes in fourth with eight films, and then Saw has a total of eight. So that's all I have, but that was, like, I remember horror movies back in my day, they're not quite as produced and high-end like your stuff is um it just seemed like like in your generation Mateo, like some of the graphic stuff is really cool now and the special you know the special effects, effects yeah. is badass you know some of the stuff was just raw but it still scared me yeah so <laughs> what was your Freddy favorite was, uh, uh go ahead james sorry no no i was just gonna ask what your guys's favorite freddy was freddy movie was I, I take the original. I go with the first one. I didn't. I can't lie and sit and tell, tell you I've watched these other, you know, five or six. I've seen a few of them, uh, but it kind of you kind of know what's going to happen. So I don't know. To me, I just like the original, even if it's on TV once in a while. I'll still watch. I'm like, yeah, that's kind of cool. How about yeah, you? Yeah, because he. I, I like uh, I like Wes Craven's New Nightmare, which which he did. I think it was like to wrap up the whole thing. He kind of made this crazy movie that tied in the real life actors and actresses that played in, in the first movie and made them. Um, it was like where Freddie Robert England is in it playing himself. And then he turns into Freddie for real. And it's kind of a cool self-aware um, style horror flick. You know, I just seen something on this. What does, does, is he a painter in this movie where he does portraits of people like on a board and stuff like that and paints yeah, all these horror yeah, scenes? I think he, Yep, because I, I think he paints in real life. So he was literally playing himself and playing an actor. And um, Nancy, the woman that plays Nancy in the first one, comes back to reprise her role. 
Um, Wes Craven's in it as himself. And they're basically filming a movie within a movie and stunts go wrong and, and then uh, it starts turning into real life. So I, I, that's my favorite one out of all of them. That's always one that was inter- interesting and it freaked me out because like you imagine being like tortured in your nightmares. You know what I mean? It's just so crazy. It's, it's a great, mm-hmm. um, great concept. I think that's why yeah. it was so successful too. But I'm with you, James. I like the Wes Cravens because I think I was eight when that came out. And um, I had to kind of go back after I seen that and watch them all. Yeah, and yeah. It was good. And, and a lot of the production was pretty shitty in some of the earlier ones, but um, right, scary right. nonetheless, just because of, again, the concept of it. Yeah. Absolutely. So, good one, B. All right, Just James, tell us what you got, bro, number three. So, I'm going with Child's Play, Chucky, Charles Lee Ray, the killer. Um, everybody knows who he is now. They just dropped a new series that came out um, called Chucky. I think it's like a 10-episode thing. Um, it was directed, it was written by Don Mancini, directed by Tom Holland. That's the original. I think they actually have seven movies and then the TV series would count as eight, but I'm not even sure because I kind of lost track after a while. I'm not going to lie and be like, I loved all the Chucky movies. I think they sort of over time became a little comedic and I think all these movies did in a way. I don't know if you guys agree with me on this, but I think it got to a point where certain directors took like a comedic approach almost like a self-aware approach in the fact that like these guys are coming back to watch this movie because they love it but we'll make sure we're not too serious with it you know what i mean yeah but um i always loved this doll i I had a chucky doll when i was a kid i really wasn't scared of him um i i had i used to like place him in places in my room that would scare the shit out of my mom when she walked in or set him up to where he'd be sitting on the bed like he was you know there just because i wanted to scare my mom but um i always liked the concept of the voodoo of it where you know the the killer transfers his soul into a doll to survive so he's leaving his body to go somewhere else because he, he's gonna die so i thought that was really dope. <laughs> yeah yeah dude I thought that was dope. Actually, it's crazy. I read somewhere that the original script was supposed to be that the kid mixes his blood with the doll and the blood and the, the blood turns the doll alive and then the doll starts killing people that hurt the kid. That was the original premise. Wow. But they changed it into this guy that was murdering people and gets shot and then he in order to survive he transfers his soul into a doll but i always loved chucky just the concept of it yeah i did too and i watched pretty much all of them up until i want to say cult of chucky i don't think i saw that one or child's play in 2019 it just i was a fan super fan all the way up until three then after that it kind of getting a little little silly for me yeah for sure that was good yeah dig it though man i I guess it kind of turned into like the leprechaun for me yeah, yeah. <laughs> the old leprechaun. Yeah, did you, did you guys see Leprechaun in the Hood? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. That's, like that's a funny, comedic, scary movie intertwined. Yeah. I mean. I think they all do that. Like, that's insane. Like, Freddy kind of got funny. What <laughs> 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 you got, Packard? <laughs> I want me go yeah. chillings after I smoke this joint. <laughs> yeah, dude. They all get all comedic after a while, man. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. They're classics, though. You know, all yeah. these are classics. And I'm gonna go with another one. But <laughs> Friday the Thirteenth, man. Oh. Jason Voorhees. Here we go. That's Love a good one. Love it, dude. So American Horror franchise. Uh, 
think it was 12 movies. 12 movies they had originated in 1980. Um, they tried to captivate the success of Halloween in 78. And uh, they actually did 468 million at the box office worldwide with this Whoa. franchise. Dang. Damn. So, right just under Freddy, man. So, again, um, a huge success. I mean, how uh, those masks were everywhere. The, right. the hockey mask. I think um, the one in Manhattan was probably my, my favorite. Jason Takes Manhattan. Um, yeah, I remember that one, yeah. I remember the one scene where he's um, it's a black guy. He's boxing him on top of the roof. And then Jason's just taking the hits and keeps walking towards him. Yo, and man, that was Siobhan. He gives him one uppercut, dude, and the head goes flying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude, that's the craziest scene in the whole thing right there. I, I've got an interesting, yeah, did you know about that mask, Philly? Wait till you hear this one. It's going to blow your mind about that mask. You remember um, You remember the mom with her head cut off in the room with all the candles I around do. it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, yep. the story was wild, you know, about the kid drowning and coming back, and he's cursed, and he wants to get right. revenge on all these people for letting him drown. Uh, pretty wild. I uh, The Freddy vs. Jason was pretty cool, too. Yeah. I didn't like the, the space one. I thought that was real super corny and cheesy. Yeah. yeah. was not yep. a fan of that at all. Um, but overall, yeah, it's, it's definitely my favorite. Yeah, I think good. just somebody chasing you in a mask just is like one of the scariest things in real life. To no be, matter where you, you go, know. you're <laughs> and he just happens to pop up everywhere. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's like how? And then yeah. the video came video game came out. That was lit. Jason was just he's just synonymous with Halloween. You yep. know what I'm saying? Now, all the, all these characters are just phenomenon characters, you know? Yeah. Like that that's the way you gotta look at it. And that that's what's so great about them is just no matter what you do to try to stop it, they feed off of the fear. They feed off of the the destruction and, and everything that they're destroying. It just builds them and makes them more stronger. And that that's what I like about every single one of these, you know. Yeah. You so, think, can you see them making another Jason? Because they haven't dropped one since two thousand nine. Yeah. It'll have to be a spinoff. Yeah. It'll be like a, something about him returning, you know, later in his life. You know, he's not done yet. Right. So you guys saw you you guys saw the remake, the one that they did. What well, that was the 2009 one, right? The yeah. 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 yeah, yeah what you think Jason about that one? Was 03 and then 09. I I mean, I thought it was sweet. Yeah, because didn't they blend? Uh, didn't they blend kind of one and two together? Because the first Jason, it was his mom doing the killing, and the second one, it was him. Didn't they kind of do both of it in the in the remake? Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was kind of cool. It's going to be one of those, you know, it, it, to, in, in order to draw the audience, it's going to have to, he's going to have to be on a rampage, you know, just like how this Halloween was, you know, he, you're on a rampage, that's what's going to draw the audience, everybody sees, okay, I got to go and see this movie, I want to see this movie, so if they do make one, it's got to be something that is an interest. Yeah, wasn't that, the last gotta, one was with the brother, right, that came back and helped seemingly kill him? See, I didn't even see that one though. I didn't even see the last, the last Halloween. I just know he better stay away from them transgenders in the next one because we don't want, we don't want this dude to get canceled. Maybe, yeah, maybe that's why he's canceled. He's maybe. just slain in the woodwork. He, he, he didn't go gay like the guy from Halloween, did he? No. <laughs> What's his name, Big John? <laughs> Never know, man. That was a good one. That was a very good one. Dude, all of them. I think it's this this was a grand slam. I think some no brainers here. Yep. But, yeah, um, some of the more classic horror movies for sure. So number five, the wild card. I think uh this is a very popular one, which for me gave me nightmares as a child, because I have a thing with clowns. I just Are can't you okay? stand them. You okay? I'm okay now, <laughs> Donald, thank you. 
I wasn't before. <laughs> Had the mind pickle. Yeah, this dude had my mind pickle. Go home to mommy. So it's it, Mr. Pennywise. Oh, it. Dude, yeah, the clown. Do you know the it clown. grossed over 700 million? Did it really? Oh, man. Worldwide, yep. Fifth highest uh, grossing R-rated film of all time. Wow. Them boys and Dairy Is that the buying. original or the, the, the remake? Um, let me see here. It's probably the, the series. From, it's probably from uh, 2017. Oh wow! Yeah, that's, that's including that's dope. Uh, 2D and IMAX, so all all of it put together. Have you guys that's ever awesome. seen a movie in IMAX? No, no. Uh, a long time ago, it was like, uh, what was it? It was like Jungle Book or something. <laughs> it was like a long time ago. I was a kid. I was like one of those in a minute, but come on, man. Hit it again, but there you go. <laughs> Mateo, you're in charge of the Bad Bell. All right, bud. bud. There you go. <laughs> you know, it, it was it was a good series. You know, I, I don't think I've actually even watched the first original original one, but I did watch the last two. Um, and something that I didn't really want to watch because I don't. I mean, I don't care for clowns, but like I wasn't scared of it. It was just you don't have a fear of clowns. No. Like Philly, I know you said, and I have a niece that's very scared of clowns. They all float down here. Oh. Hey, Georgie. Hey, Georgie. Want a plate? A balloon? A balloon. <laughs> I like the original, man. I'm probably in the minority here, but I like the original better than the, the remake. And it could be. be. It could be. I just haven't seen it yeah. or saw it yet, you know? Yeah, I'm with it. I, I like the original too, Jay. It's just more realistic, and I think that's why it was super scary. You know yeah, I mean? it, it seemed like they had a better bond as friends. They were better actors, in my opinion. And um, also, Tim Curry plays the the clown, which is, he's an amazing actor. But he also chose, I think when they were doing the makeup, he said in a, I read this, that he wanted to, they wanted to make him look scary. Mm -hmm. And he was like, no, just just make me look regular. I'll be scary, trust me. And they that's why he doesn't, he doesn't really get crazy unless you, he shows his teeth, but... He's still so scary just being a regular clown. Yeah, the only thing I didn't like was like how he turned into like this creature at the end. That was yeah, just, yeah. a, little, a little corny. That was super corny too because they didn't have the special effects either back then. But I no. think if, if they would have did the second half the way they did the newer ones, I would have liked it even more. But I just think they, they painted the picture of the friend group better back then. But I like the new one too. I like both of them. Yeah. Um, Beverly Marsh, digging or no? Digging, bro. Definitely. <laughs> I worry about you, Bevy. I worry about you, Bevy. Beverly. Worry. Beverly Marsh. How dare you? So that wraps it up, fellas. That was a good, yes, uh, good little chat. It's definitely something uh, we've been looking forward to. And shout out to Hollywood because, you know, we wanted him to be part of this. But, if you know, we got his replacement. We're happy with Mateo. And thanks for covering for me. Appreciate what you did, man. Yes, sir. Nice yes, sir. Yeah. Great job, Mateo. He'd, he'd pick probably around the same thing I did, so. Very good. Yeah, for sure. All right. All right, fellas. It is now time for the Who Said It. So, Just James from the Bronx, go ahead and start it off, bro. All right. Who said it? Here's the quote. I feel like I'm too busy writing history to read it. Simple but effective. <laughs> wow. We don't even need any theme music for that. How dare you? Wow. Uh, one more time. And do we get a hint? We need a hint. We need a hint. Um, very popular guy. Here we go. I feel like I'm too busy writing history to read it. Uh, politician? 
not a politician. Um, he's a celebrity. Denzel it's Washington. Nope. Robert De Niro. He's an actor. He, not an actor. But he's very popular. What line of very, work? Is, what line of work is he in? Uh, he is a musician. Modern day musician or like what era? I would say early 2000s to now. Hip hop, R&B. Hip hop, R&B. Jay-Z. A little bit of. Nope, not Jay-Z. Flavor Flav. (laughs) (laughs) Time's ticking. DMX. Nope. That's a good, that was a good guess though. Kanye West. Kanye West, man. You got it. Kanye West. Shut up. The 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 I, new guy gets it. Yeah, I feel I feel like I heard that before, and that's why I was yeah. just naming the, off the the freaking new guy comes in Phil, and he, <laughs> he he just nails it. Well, didn't Hollywood get? Uh, he got three out of three last week, and he stumped the yeah. staff. So Mateo's just picking up where he left off. Hey, exactly. Man, that apple don't fall far from the tree, man. That's what I'm <laughs> saying. Man. Might as well go ahead and dig it again. All right, man. Twice yeah. there, man. Good job. Yeah. Great right. job. Yeah, I was gonna man. I was gonna say ego too, but like once I once I would have put that out there, I feel like everyone. Well see, got I usually it. always go Kanye for you. So I, was, I thought yeah. you were going outside the box, but you did a little reverse psychology there. <laughs> yeah, I was kind of nervous. I thought you would get it too, but good one, just James. Thanks, man. Wow. All right, Grandmaster B, what you got for us? <clears throat> you alright? Thanks for clearing the pipes there. Brazz. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so for me, um, here is my quote. A little lengthy, not quite as short as Just James, but here it is. Miss the beat. Did you bring your notes? the rhythm. And nothing falls into place. Only missed by a fraction, slip a little only one off quote, your man. pace. On. The more things you get, the more you want. Just trade in one thing for, the no- for another. Rock and roll. Yes. Was that a poem or a quote? It is a. It's. <laughs> it's lyrics. It, it's right? lyrics. It's okay. lyrics I've from a tune. Before. I've heard them before. So rock and roll. Kid, kid rock. Not kid rock. Kiss. Not kiss. Miss the beat. You lose the rhythm. Nothing falls into place. Only missed by a fraction. Slip a little off your pace. The more things you get, the more you want. Just trade in one for the other. Leonard Skinner. Is it a is it a band or a single solo? It person? is a it is a band. Okay. You want a hint? Foreigner. No, not just because I went to see Foreigner, <laughs> but that would have been. I'm trying to switch this up because I'm thinking of famous quotes, but I'm now getting into some lyrical stuff. So mm. I mean, maybe we could. I Beatles. like that. I like that. You like that? A uh, little hint. The Beatles. The Beatles, man. The Beatles. There's a hint. It's um. It's not Journey, is it? It's not I actually love this. I love this song too. Um, I'm probably gonna know when somebody says it. I though. figured I could stump you, younger fellas, on this one. I know and I know if too. if uh, my bad Sal was here, bad, he would nail this. I know he would. I listen to a lot of older music too, so I, that's what that's what. It's Eye of the Tiger, right? That's no. not Eye of Tiger. No, no, it's not. It's far um, from it. Um, this is a lot more, up more beat. No, 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 I'm. My mind's remember right Crystal now. Pepsi had this as a thing. <laughs> Remember when Crystal Pepsi first came out? They used this in a commercial. I can't believe I'm not getting this. I have it in my phone. 
Bon Jovi. Good guess. Uh, that's a good guess, yeah. Just James. Okay, uh, um, I'm going to... You ready for another hint? Yeah. Famous, famous lead guitarist. It's a guitarist with an afro. I know I know. that's got to be who it is. I, forget, I can't think it's of his name. It's an Axl Rose. Besides that, everything was great. I can't think of his name. He has an afro. Usually wears a headband. Quiet. Um, he has worn a headband. Was it Guns N' Roses? It's not Guns N' Roses. I know I have this on my phone too. I, I yeah. love this that I can stump you guys on such a popular I band. Know. This is horrible. People listening are going to kill They're, us. For I, this. I guarantee it. Right. Half our audience is going to know exactly who this group is. <clears throat> I see, if I've seen the name, I know it. I know exactly who it is. They've had two different frontmen for lead singers. Yeah. Um, Van Halen? James, that's what it it's is. It's Van yep. Halen. God damn, I knew it. It is knew Van it. Halen, and now I want to play the lyrics back to you guys so you can hear it just the way it was saying in the song. Here we go. It's a great song. Oh yeah. It's right now, right? I knew it. So there it is, right there. So I, I wanted to switch it up with some lyrics this time, but I'm so that's happy. Actually, I, I stumped you guys. I'm happy about yeah. that. That's a good one, B. Thank you. And that is a popular band, too. That's crazy. It's huge. They're bigly. Bigly. Very bigly. Rest in peace, too, man. Yeah. <clears throat> so who's up next? All right. Bailey. Let's get it, man. This is going to go along. Well, I'm not going to give no hints yet. A census taker. Once tried to test me. I ate his liver with some fava beans oh. and a nice Chianti. Ooh, that's going to be... Oh, my God. Oh, it's 50 Cent. Anthony Hopkins. Anthony Hopkins. It is. 1991. What's his character, though? Oh, Hannibal Lecter. Hannibal Lecter. Yeah. Yep, it yeah. is. It's a classic. That's it. Thank, thank you very much. I appreciate it. Yeah, Just James it. knocking him down. <laughs> Wait, I had go. to get one, dude. I had to get one. Nice job. Very good. Who's up next? There's only one guy left, left. so it must be (laughs) Mateo. Mateo. You got to stump the staff, man. Mine's a lot shorter than your guys'. So So we've been told. What you got, a vegan sausage over there? What you, what you working with over there, huh? A couple, two, three inches? What you got, huh? I don't know. Whatever it is, it works. Oh! oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, so I'm going <laughs> to go in it as uh, life is a series of commas, not periods. Oh, damn, man, I know this quote. Come on, man. You're really bringing it, man. Quiet. That's, uh... Whoa. Say it one more time. Life is a series of commas, not periods. Mm. What's the realm? What's the industry? Yeah, you have to give us a good He's an actor. Very good actor. A lot of people that see his movies are just overwhelmed with how good of a part he takes. Robin Williams? No. Denzel right. Washington? No. 
Like he Daniel Day Lewis. Heating up to heating up to that realm of actors. What'd you say, Just James? Daniel Day Lewis. No, sir. Johnny Depp. <laughs> nope. Are we getting any closer to that individual we're trying to figure out here? Comedian. He definitely stars with a lot of higher end actors. Not just a, a short film with, you know, low end budget type deal. Very inspirational. Denzel? No, you already. You already yeah, I'm uh, sorry, you said that. I, I missed yep. it. I'm sorry, Philly. Mm. Gosh, he's famous, I, I, he's fa- famous for very short quotes, very short like words and sentences. Morgan Freeman? Nope. Talk Close. about Morgan Freeman. Mm. Got a good voice though. Does have a very good voice. James Earl Ray? Nope. He is a Southern actor though. Oh, Matthew McConaughey. You got it. All, all right, right, all right, all yeah. right. I, I did it with the... <laughs> Very nice. Wow, Matthew McConaughey. All right, all okay. right. Nice. I got one. How dare you? Very good. I dig it, man. This is a good one. Yeah, that was a good one. See, you, you came up with something. This You're following your father's footsteps. You went after something that stumped the staff. Good job. Someone say he's a prodigy. Yeah, maybe, yeah. He's a <laughs> fucking, be a podcast guys are, prodigy. You guys are damn savant. Good job, man. <laughs> the, the one percentile, the ambassadors. Yeah. All right. Did you know? Here we go. Um, definitely based this around the Halloween theme here, so... Um, let me grab my trusty little readers over here, and we'll see what we come up with. Um, the classic 1978 horror film that we just all talked about, Halloween, can be easily recognized in just one image. And we all know that is the psychotic Michael Myers in his iconic pale-faced mask. Michael Myers' mask is actually a William Shatner mask. Really? Yep. Yes. The movie was yep. a, the the film was actually filmed on such a tight budget that the crew used the cheapest mask they could find, a two dollar Star Trek Captain James Kirk mask. They spray painted it white, reshaped the eye holes, making William Shatner look incredibly creepy. They also they also like trimmed the hair, like the sideburns area. Yes. And then, like you said, cut out the eye holes and they did something. Oh, they spray painted the hair, obviously. Yeah. You know, and it, it comes as like a human color. Really? So, yeah, yeah the hair, hair is blonde, comes as a human color. They paint the hair, paint the face, cut out the eye holes, and pretty much just redesign the whole entire mask. How cool is that? I mean, That's, you think about William awesome. Shatner. Didn't he just go like on a rocket with Bezos? Isn't this the same guy, William Shatner? Isn't it the guy that just went up to space with Bezos on his uh, penis rocket? <laughs> I'm not kidding you. Yeah, that's William Shatner. Um, okay, so number two, did you know the night before Halloween, young children in Des Moines hit the streets for what they call Des Moines, Iowa. They hit the streets for what they call Beggar's Night, right? Really? Mm. Yeah, according to an article in the Des Moines Register, uh, the event began around 1938 as a way to prevent vandalism and give younger children a safer way to enjoy Halloween. But, you know, in Detroit, we call that Devil's Night, right? Yeah, we got a different type of uh, event going on here in, you know, the Northeast. Um, I think that's kind of interesting, though. You know, that's like yeah, certain, it's different. It's a good spin certain on it. small towns, they do things a little bit different. That's a tradition that's been going on since 1938. Um, wow. up here tear shit up, bud. Uh, yeah, I'm man, telling you. Tell it, Thank you. Please hit the bell. Uh, top, uh, here's the most popular costumes for adults. 
for adults. Number one, who wants to take a guess at what the number one costume is for adults? Let's take a couple Male guesses. or female? Um, or is this yeah. just based off of adult period? That's a good question. That is a great question, and I'm going to tell you right now, it's I'm going to say mostly female. Um, police officer? Maid. A woman police officer? Yeah. Female. Oh. Yeah. No, no, not quite there. Hey, no. One can dream, right? <laughs> hot, hot nurse. Uh, Mateo, you want to take a grab at the number one costume for uh, most popular costume for Halloween for adults? Sexy nurse. Oh, that's another good one. Just James, what do you got, man? Uh, schoolgirl. How dare you? Nope, not mm. a schoolgirl. Uh, it is a witch. What? A witch. That's definitely a. Mm. Uh, Female I mean, so old school. It is old school, yeah. but it is the number one. Um, around 4.6 million adults, female adults, plan to be a witch for Halloween. What, what age wow. genre? Because I know I don't see it. I don't know. All I know is that that's the number one. Number two, uh, vampire. You know, obviously, since Twilight and the movies were added to Netflix, this has probably put a little hype around vampire uh, costumes. Anybody want to take a guess what number three is? Most popular adult costume spongebob (laughs) (laughs) it's not spongebob (laughs) oh man let's see number three is a ghost it's kind of a cheap. I think these are all like cheaper end costumes. These are so generic. It's It's not. This is right off of a. You know, bro, it's on the. Where's it, the creativity, bro, my this friend? Is, no, we know there's a bunch of great. These are the top five. Girls dressed like that at a party, I stay away from. Right. When's <laughs> the last time you saw a witch, my friend? <laughs> number four is a sexy cat or a cat. You meow, know, meow. little whiskers she, she and everything. Long, like a sleeve on a vizina. <laughs> <laughs> and number five is a pirate. There's guys that dress for pirates. That's kind of their... So around, we got uh, number one, uh, a witch, a vampire, a ghost, a cat, and a pirate. Those are the top five. A cat, yeah. So I, generic. It's very generic. You okay. see a lot of cats, but everything else was... No, I do like kitty cats. <laughs> so I want you guys to listen to this because this is going to... This has something to do more with... Uh, Top grossing horror movies of all time. Top five. Who wants to guess where number five is at? These are grossing movies at box office. These are horror movies. This Supposedly, is US I, or like worldwide. Um, this is. I guess I'm guessing this is worldwide box okay. office take. So it's number five. The, Exorc- the Exorcist. Quiet. No, it's not there. Conjuring. Number five is Kong Skull Island. That's a what? horror film? That, that's what I said. In 2017, it did $557 million at the box office. Wow. Well, I guess Kong. you said I mean, earlier Aliens was well, technically a horror movie, so I guess it makes sense. I would call that sci-fi. What, what are yeah. we doing here? Fucking Fast and Furious could be scary, too. The, well, you know, okay, so it, here's you know? a, this is the one, James, that kind of threw me off at. Number four, I Am Legend. That See? was a sad movie. Yeah. That was a really good movie, I wouldn't movie, say though. scary, but that definitely had a good story, and Will Smith played a good part of at that. Number, I, I cried when he lost the dog. Oh, I ain't gonna lie. So yeah. did I. So did I. Even um, at the end, too. Even when mm. at, at the very end part, yeah, I cried at that It was part. a very good movie. Did In 2007, it did 585. At number three, uh, War of the Worlds. I have not seen this movie. Me either. Uh, this one no. did uh, $604 million. And rounding it off, we're coming to, to one and two. Who number two, the sixth, the sixth sense in 1999 did 673 million dollars. That's a good Bruce Willis movie, though. Yeah, but are mm-hmm. these horror movies? I mean, are no, they? No, 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 no. This is box office movies. Maybe, yeah, maybe I got something a little confused. Well, number one, this is a horror movie. It, 
In yeah. 2017, to your point earlier, Philly did $700 million. That's wild. Man. That's yeah. huge. That's now, how, how much was their budget on the production of it? That's know? a great question. Usually what I found doing the research on this stuff, it's a threefold. So if, you know, they did $700 million, it may have cost maybe, what, two point something to produce the, the... I don't know. It's a lot cheaper than that, maybe. I don't know. But well, actually, actually, I can look it up, but I think it's, it was like $20 million. Oh, wow. All right, so yeah, with CGI now, it's not as not as expensive. Yeah. So here here's a really good one. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes. We all know Rotten Tomatoes is yep. right. They kind of grade movies and stuff like that. They rated the scariest movies ever, and here are the top five. Number five, The Texas Chainsaw Massacre from 1974. Mm. Number four, The Shining in 1980. Now, what do they what do they rate those? Are are you going by five stars or pretty much? I. Why is this guy asking me so many technical questions, man? Hey, this is very interactive. <laughs> you got to come prepared, I, I man. don't know. I did, I did. Mateo honestly went on the website, and I Googled top scariest movies ever. And I okay. guess the Rotten Tomatoes is some sort of a systematic yeah, program yeah. that they... When it comes I don't to know. scary movies, good I'm question. So. Yeah, for sure. No, it's good, man. I have seen The Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I didn't realize that movie was that old from 1974. And I have seen The Shining. That's an older movie as well. Here's Johnny. More modern day, <laughs> The Conjuring. Have any of you guys seen yep. The Conjuring? Yeah, that was that was a must-up movie. Number three. This movie I have not seen it. Number two, this is the one they rated the most. The second scariest is Hereditary. Never, 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 never heard of that. Came out in 2018. It. And Just James, you hit on something. Uh, yep. The number one all-time scariest movie ever through Rotten Tomatoes is... The Exorcist. The Exorcist. Yeah, yep. no, 1973. I'd... And if you have not seen that, they I believe, James, they did a remake on that, didn't they? Yeah. No, no, no. They didn't do a remake. They're doing a remake now. They did, like, uh, spin-off type Exorcist movies, like Emily Rose. No, and... just James. I, if I'm not mistaken, that was on your top five when we did movies, right? Yeah, that's, like, one of my top five movies of all time. Yeah, <clears throat> definitely love that movie. Yeah, so that was the number one. And honorable mentions here, because we talked about these two different movies here. Halloween came in at number seven on the top mm, 10 nice. as the seventh scariest movie. The 78? And, and the one that took in the most money, the, the, the movie it that took in over 700 million comes in at number 10. Wow. So at the bottom of one of the most scariest cohort in the rotten tomatoes, but yet they're number one with box office sales. So bonus round, we always got to have a bonus round top selling candies for Halloween. Now this is legit because I went to a cool website to find this. M&M's. No. Twizzlers. Candy candy corn. That's a good good guess, just James, but it's not. Number one. Snickers. Snickers. No. Did you did you hear, hear me on the Twizzlers? I did hear you, but it's Twizzlers don't even make the top five. <laughs> uh, Reese, Reese's. Solo was. All right, wait, I just heard something. Who said Reese's? Reese's, yeah. Reese's number one. Nice. nice. Number one seller. Number two, Skittles. Skittles, yeah, I love them Skittles, mm. man. Coming Hell in yeah. At, coming at number three, top selling candy for Halloween, M&M's. Okay. M&M's. Nice. Yeah. Number four, Starburst. Wow, okay. Wow. And, yeah. this, and, and this one really here threw me off. I, I used to eat these at the movie theater, I remember, as a kid. Hot Tamales comes in really? at number five. See, it's never one of my faves, though. Yeah, I know, me, me neither, either. but it's still in the top five yeah. candies for... so. And Snickers don't even hit this till sometime like around... Six, seven, I think. Okay. So well, I found wow. it to be very interesting. So there is the uh, Did You Know. Nice. Well done, B. Well All done. Right. So in honor of Hollywood, we're going to slide it around to Just James. So let's get it with the this or that. All right, this or that. 
Hey everybody, just want to take a quick pause in the action to tell you about Cooper Lawnscape, Metro Detroit's expert quality service provider for all your landscaping and lawn needs. You can visit them on the web at cooperlawnscape.com or hit them at 586-329-9925. Also on all the social media platforms, including Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Call there and ask for Chad. He's the owner. That's my boy, Coop Dog, and make sure to let him know that Philly sent you. Again, that's cooperlawnscape.com. 586-329-9925 is the phone number. I promise y'all will not be disappointed. Now, let's get back to the show. We're going to need Hollywood to come back, though, because I was reading over these, and I'm like, damn, these are not as funny as this, dude. <laughs> <laughs> these are going to be all deep. All right. Would you rather have a billion dollars now or live your whole life again knowing what you know now? Mm. Wow. Well, for me, I'm young. <laughs> so I'm taking that billion dollars now, and I'm going to invest it either way. So Yeah, I think at 35, I think I would uh, I would take the billion and uh, make the best of it. Yeah. You know, and set my family up and my, my son and all the people close to me and enjoy the hell out of life. I know that. I'd take the billion, and I would make sure that everybody, again, I'd do the same thing you just said, for yeah, sure. No doubt. That's, That's a cool easy. one, though. I like that. That's nice. Just James, okay. how about you? Uh, I would probably rather live my entire life again. Really? Wow. Yeah. Why is that? Yeah. Um, because I lost people in my life that I would love to see again. Mm. And oh, I would yeah. I would rather I would rather see them um and, and treat them better and spend more time with them than uh take money. That's wow. a good touch. It's a great take though. That's good. Yeah, I mean, and I, I think I would change my opinion probably if I had kids though. But I guess again, you could have live your whole life again and have kids. So right, yeah. But uh, yeah. That's All a right, very so unselfish reason to want to do something very noble. Yeah, that's cool. Well, you guys, you guys picked, you know, the money to help out family too. So it was kind of still unselfish. Yeah, but, but to your point, everybody does things different, right? I mean, you'd give up the big money to come go back and make some things right. Yeah, money. Yeah. Money doesn't always mean happiness, though. You know, happiness comes in moments. That's so right. It's yeah. The moments that you make. It's the memories, man. I think I value that more than anything. Even on my highest highs and the lowest lows, man. I think it's all about the memories. That's what I'll cherish forever. So can I change yeah. my answer now? <laughs> 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 all right, let's go to the next one. This one's gonna be. Uh, I want to see what you guys are gonna say about this one. Would you rather go vegan for five years? Right. You have to just be vegan for five years, or Give up your favorite meal for the rest of your life. Damn, I'm going vegan because I know when I'm done. <laughs> when I'm done after those five years, I'm digging straight in them tacos. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> right after. <laughs> That's, <it. laughs> That's a really good answer. Them tacos will make you go vegan, man. Right. <laughs> Dude loves them tacos. Yeah, man. That's what's so up. I guess there's ways around that, though. I mean, so say you like beef tacos, you can go chicken tacos. Well, no, you'd no. have to do away with all Vegan's tacos. All meat. Vegetarian is you can do chicken and fish. No, but what if that's your favorite meal, though? So yeah, it, so like just, basically, I'm, I'm using it as like, all right, you can you can have different types of pasta, but you'd have to do away with pasta completely. You know okay. what I mean? Like you'd have to do away with tacos completely. Just the whole yeah, I can't go makeup of that. <laughs> say, say that I'll go vegan. Say, yeah. say the question again, James. I want to think about so, this one more time. So you could go vegan for five years. All you can eat is is what falls under that category, or you could eat anything you want, but you'd have to make sure give it's up vegan. your favorite. You no no no. Or you'd have to give up your favorite meal for the rest of your life, but you can eat anything else. 
Wait, so just to just to see the twist on that. So tacos, obviously, vegan is no meat. I can't have right. bean tacos, just bean. You can well, have just only bean. for five years, uh, though, right? So it's only five years. I could probably yeah, it's only five years. Get in good shape. Yeah, it's only five years, but for five years, yeah, dude, you got also think. your asshole. Well, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's definitely there's uh, some of that vegan stuff is terrible. It's bad on your stomach. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was just thinking five years would be a good a good amount of time for come on, you know. <laughs> I was about to say, I didn't, I didn't make that noise. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll do the five-year thing. Why not? Oh, man. All right. All what right. about you, Judge James? It's a good one. I, uh, yeah, dude, definitely. the. Fu- I'd, I'd go vegan probably. I don't you know how, though, man. Would I do what? <laughs> you want to smell my asshole? <laughs> yeah, I'd do, I'd do vegan, dude, even though it would be hard as hell. Now here's a, here's a question for that. What Hollywood's like smell my finger. Yeah. <laughs> what, what's the first meal that you're coming back to after those five years? Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna probably probably gonna tear up a uh, anything you want first meal full I'm course. Gonna get that ch- I'm gonna get that chopped cheese, dude. Which is like it's a it's a um. It's a. It's basically. I don't know if you've ever heard me talk about it, Mateo. But yeah, a chopped cheese is. But yeah. So I'm. I'm going. I'm getting that for yeah. sure. What That's is the it? first meal. It's, it's called a chopped cheese sandwich. Yeah. It's a New York sandwich. Chop, it's like a chopped cheese. Yeah. It's basically like a Philly cheesesteak, but it's with hamburger meat chopped mm. up. It's oh, so okay. good. Gotcha. It's amazing. Okay. Philly cheesesteak though. Man, yeah, so, but yeah. I'm, I'm going straight to El Charles, but <laughs> you get puffy tacos. Yeah. yeah. Deep. All right, so next one would be: Would you rather have the ability to time travel or the ability to cure illnesses? Say again. Would you rather have the ability to time travel or the ability to cure illnesses? Any illness? Cure illness. Hands down, that's an easy one for me. I would rather cure an illness than time travel because you can time travel and see everything ahead of you, which would be cool. But you can—I don't know if you there's people. You can also time travel back. No, you can't. If it, or unless James, are you letting that be part of that? That we try. Can we go back, or is it only for? Oh yeah, of course. Travel? No, yeah, you can time travel. Just so just travel through time all the way. Yeah, you can I'd go back. Go you can travel. go forward. That's what I was thinking too, because it's like man. To go back in time and just at any time, any moment, go back and cherish those moments. Right. And, you know, see and feel persons in, in those times, you know, I think that would be kind of awesome. Because if you cure illnesses, illnesses, there can be more. You know what I mean? Like, you have to, death is inevitable, right? Right. So I think if you can have those moments forever for your time, I think that'd be kind of special. Time travel, like in a Jetsons car? Yeah, it, it almost it almost falls back to like what Judge James was saying, you know, with the whole family and being able to spend time with them again or anybody yeah. that was close to you, you know, go back to those moments, like how Philly was saying, go back and spend those moments one more time or even multiple times if you could. Yeah, that'd be so, pretty cool. I'd have to say time travel. Judge James, what yeah, you I'd got? probably I'd probably time travel as well, even though it would be cool to cure illnesses, like, but I also feel like maybe we need illnesses to take us out. You know what I mean? Well, Take yeah, out the bad people. If you cure illnesses, there's still, you know, car accidents. There's still, you right. know, yeah. screwed up yeah. people out there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. All right. So this one's going to be, see, I th- I wrote this one down and I thought about you, Master B, and I'm like, damn, he's not going to be able to, I'll try to tweak it for you. But I was going to say, would you rather have your dream job or a dream girl? 
But you already got your dream girl, Master mm-hmm. B. I already know. All right. <laughs> we everyone knows is listening. You know, you got your dream girl. But mm. um, would you rather have your your dream a dream job or your dream or a dream car? Dream job. Cars okay. are cool. I mean, it's a material thing, but something like dream job, like for me, I'm a sports. Yeah, just anything guy. you could do. Yeah, anything yep. I could do. Good money, enjoying what I do. I like to be like a coach in the NFL or some sort of coordinator and just have a cool job. Right. Car, you look like an NFL coach. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I appreciate that. Um, what about actually, you guys, though? So Would you guys dream- rather have your dream girl or dream job? Dream girl. That's a tough one. I know, I know Philly's mind's all pickled. <laughs> I'm going with dream. I'm, <laughs> I'm going with dream job. Everything yeah. falls in place after that. Yeah, I think because <clears throat> if you got your dream girl, but you can't take care of her and you know do all the things you want to do, gonna leave you. Hollywood, Hollywood, you be taking care of her. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's taking care of you, but it ain't me, baby. Yeah, it's all right, bad. So would you Would you say, Mateo? You dream go, job. Dream, dream job, Philly. I'm gonna say dream job too because I think, like Mateo said, everything else falls in place. How about you, all Just right. James? Would you say? See, I was I was gonna say I was gonna say dream girl because I guess when I wrote this, I figured it's either or. So you could have your dream job, but you're not gonna get like the girl you always wanted or a, a partner like that. Well, see, uh, right. if you put it like that. I don't know, man. If if the dream the dream girl would accept me no matter what, so exactly, exactly. If we're talking that way, then yeah, I want I want uh I want Bonnie and Clyde to ride to the duff. Thank you, thank you very much. Way I, way I look You're at welcome. it, dream job, money comes, woman come. I can have seven babies, seven different baby mamas. It don't styling matter. And, <laughs> styling and profiling. Hey, I got the money to pay for it, baby. Limousine riding, jet flying. <laughs> Yeah. Hollywood be like, I have tons of dream girls, but rooster is. Alright, so the the last one I have is would you rather continue uh life aging in reverse until you pass away or stay the age you're at now? <laughs> I'm staying around, man. man. This, these going, are some really good ones, man. I ain't going backwards, man. I cause for me, I don't know. Progress. But it's only I, your I body, though. It's only your body. Like, you keep your mind, but your I body, back, instead well, of getting older. Shrink, man. I don't want that to happen. <laughs> How dare you? I mean, you know. So you keep, yeah. Right. Yeah, you I keep mean, the body now. I feel like it stopped uh, evolution at some time. <laughs> Why do you touch? I'm going to have to keep moving forward. Yeah, that's where Too I'm Too young to go back. I'm moving forward. All right, cool. Uh, what about you? Yeah, yeah. yeah I think I, I, I think I'd probably stay where I'm at now. Yeah, yep. So I'll move I'll forward. I'll stay where I'm back. at now. <laughs> Come on, don't bullshit me. <laughs> what else you got, Just James? That's it, man. That's five. Are you that's kidding five. me? That's Anybody it? got anything else? Yeah, that's wow, five. Man. B, you yeah. know he doesn't always do lightning rounds. Credit. <laughs> 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 hey. James, that was fantastic. That was really good. Well thought out, bro. You did great. I appreciate it, man. I I took my time with it. Yeah. All right, boys. Well, that does it for episode 26. Mateo, I'd like to thank you for coming out. Good job, Mateo. Hollywood will probably be back next week. Grandmaster B, always thank you for hosting. You do a great job. 
Had and, a lot uh, of fun, guys. Judge James, thanks for joining us from the Bronx, brother. Thanks for having me. Thanks, it's good James. to talk to you, Mateo. I appreciate you being here, too. Yes, sir. I hope you're doing good over there, man. I appreciate everybody Thank welcoming you, me and uh, allowing me out here on the show. All right. Adios. Love y'all. Be good. So long. Get your hat, Jack. Bye-bye, lard ass. Come voyage, motherfucker. I like them French fried potatoes. Hey, get out of here. Get out of here. Get out of here. Looks like a nice little guy, actually. And we say bye-bye.